Hi, this is Doug Manch, and you're listening to Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 174, and you're with your high priest, Conchu Ray. G'day, g'day. And uh, we are covering an other side of the moon tonight. So if you look into the night sky, you will see a waxing gibbous and Conchu decrees that we do an other side of the moon. Uh, typically, that really is... Moon Knight in any sort of comic other than his own. So uh, we've got a, a little special one tonight. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't get any any more brief and any more fleeting than this. But before that, oh, and so we'll be doing Avengers Annual Volume 4, Issue 1. Uh, and joining me on this adventure, this very strange adventure, is um, guest co-host. He is the co-host of The Quantum Zone, a Quasar podcast. Also, one of the hosts of uh, Yale and Matt Recap on YouTube. He's a stand-up comedian, and he's an Islera alumni. A big welcome to Matt Clippers. Kona, Matt, welcome back to the show. Hey, hey, pause for applause. Thank you, loonies. <laughs> Thank you, Patroonies. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Australia! Yeah, I know you can listen to this anywhere but Australia, and, or anywhere, including Australia. But in, in short, Hello. Yeah, I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah, it's it's typically a um, isn't it an American thing as well. Basically, in Australia, we always we always greet people with "How are you going?" Um, I, do they do they do that in the US? I know it sounds very ignorant, but do do you, do you greet people with "How are you going?" I not not quite. We usually say "How you doing?" or "How, how you is doing? it going?" or "How is it going?" Okay. I like how I like how's it going. How how are you going is is pretty good too. I like it okay. because it's just different enough to be like, well, oh, what if I start saying how are you going here and maybe <laughs> maybe people will uh will pick up on that. Like you ever learn like if you're traveling somewhere and you learn a bit of slang mm-hmm. and then you try to bring it back to your place and and incorporate it. Have you ever tried that, Ray? Cuz I have. Um I may have. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but um, <laughs> you have from well, other. Well, I I I got an example, and yeah. I'll, uh, I'll I'll share it. It's it didn't work out, but um, I was visiting a friend in my formative years. I was probably mm-hmm. fourteen years old or something. I visited my friend in uh, upstate New York, which isn't terribly far from Massachusetts, where I'm recording, and all of uh, my my buddy's friends over there. We're, we're using the same adjective. They would call things butter, and it would mean several things. Mostly it just meant, like, that's cool. You know, like that, mm. that podcast that Ray does, that end of the night, you know, that's butter. You know, <laughs> like that's butter, butter. Butter as in the, I, the spreadable, like butter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought uh, – I thought I would try to bring that back, and uh, my friends in Massachusetts didn't really catch on to it. They're like, "What? What are you saying, butter for butter?" Oh no, it kind of fizzled. It kind of... Yeah, yeah that, that's butter, uh... my butter melted. Yeah. Oh no, 
Worked a, a fate worse than that. Yeah. No, look, you you sound a, you remind me of Joey from Friends when you say, Yeah, how you how you going? Are you too? Are you going? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I only look the only reason why I ask is because um yeah, I'm not sure whether it was said in the US because my partner Eve, she's um she's from the Netherlands and when we were first kind of going out, um, you know, I'd always greet her with how you going and she'd literally take time to think about it and, and give me a, an informative response each time. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, I just want to, just want to say hello. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that, that's also a very, uh, you know, when you ask someone, how, how you doing? And then they answer you, it's always yeah. like, Oh no, oh, no this could uh, be heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. Saying hi. Well, yeah. Is it, yeah, I know. What are you getting yourself into? I, I don't know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but Petr- uh, Petrini's and Looney's, uh, a big welcome to, to Matt as well. Uh, some of you may know and recognize him. If, if you haven't uh, listened to the Quantum Zone before as well, Matt has been on here doing an Isla Ra. We had a lot of fun doing your, your four books, Matt. Um, they uh, they were quite a, quite varied. I certainly enjoyed the, uh, the was the Superman one? It was the end of... Was it the Death of yeah. Superman or the Rain? That was pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah, the Thor the rain, one was cool. the Rain of the Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So many, many cool ones. That you must have, you must have gotten a bit of slack from your your co-hosts for not picking a Quasar comic, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a great time doing that Isle of Ra. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. But, but yes, I had two uh, of my co-hosts for the Quantum Zone do their separate episodes. Phil before me, mm-hmm. Will after me. And I think that I don't remember Phil's book, so I'm sure he picked a Quasar one. I didn't. I didn't pick a Quasar one. I didn't want to muddy the waters too much. But uh, <laughs> plus, you know, if I was on a desert island, it's probably like we've almost talked about every single issue of the standalone Quasar comic. So I feel like those are fresh enough in my mind that I don't need to read them on paper. Most of the things that I picked were like very nostalgic childhood yes. issues. But, um, yeah, no, that's yeah. Right. that's fair enough. I mean, I think Will was the only one. Uh, and Phil, Phil, no, he neglected it. He uh, he picked what Captain America, I think, did. Oh, and, right. Yeah, yeah, a Batman and something else. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, Will had the big um, issue twenty five. I think it was. So that was uh, that was cool. That was one. I think that was. Uh, is it twenty five? The the last part of Cosmos and Collision, which you'd know is a. Oh yeah, a fantastic, fantastic issue. Yeah, um, yeah. So Will, when he did his episode, and I enjoyed both Phil and Will's because I like that you you get to know the people a little bit more mm. besides just the comic. And um, Will, I mean, I, I I learned a lot about both of my co-hosts from that. But I really liked Will's because he has a, a weekly uh, email list, and he kind of was. He was prepared. He was doing a way better job of promoting it. It was like a month long build up for, oh, yeah, for when you guys got together. Was... And then, like after he recorded it, he even talked about his alternates and, and like why he picked <laughs> stuff. And, yeah, but it was good. But he didn't. He didn't scoop you. You know, he left some plenty of good stuff for the podcast. But... Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure, no. It, it was it was great, and um, I, I read his uh, the Midnight Hour, his newsletter as well, and it was really cool going through all these runner ups. As well, I mean, like he goes into a lot more depth uh, in the newsletter, but I mean, we we of course focus on his top four. Um, but uh, there's there's Matt. I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I haven't used Skype in a while. I didn't no, realize yeah, the I video was on. I, I was in Lilith mode. I'm I was sorry. a oh, 
I'm old man Ray. I I, uh, I still use Skype. I don't use this newfangled streamyards like uh, like Bill does. So uh, hey, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with whatever. I'm I'm yeah. a bit of a luddite too. I had, I know I have Skype, but I just hadn't yeah. used it in a while. Yeah, no, it's so. true. I mean, it's it is no longer the the trailblazing uh, program that we all know and love. But you know, it still works sometimes. So you know, I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. Uh, just a quick shout, actually a big shout out. I wanted to give a shout out to our Petrunis, of course. Uh, our gracious Petrunis, uh, they're credited as co-producers and executive producers on each of our episodes. Uh, they've been contributing on Patreon, so a big thank you to them. A huge thank you to a new pa- Petruni, a new Patreon member. So I want to shout out to Daniel Doing. Uh, he's our new executive producer as well. He's picked a, a Spectre tier um, on our Patreon page, so a huge thank you, Daniel. Uh, your generosity—it's—it's it's amazing. We can—we can do a lot more with the stuff. I can—I can start looking, getting a plan for Streamyard stuff like stuff like that. So, um, a big thank you, Daniel. But also a huge thanks to all the others: Dustin, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony. You guys help keep the lights on. It's always good. Uh, also as well, Hello Headphones, empowering gamers to play at their best, and Dreamland Comics, the hu- superhero, the superhero superstore. Uh, much appreciated sponsors of the show. So anyway, Matt, we are as I as I mentioned, we're going to do this other side of the moon, which is uh, really. I don't think you get any less Moon Knight in this, <laughs> apart from like him not being in it at all. But uh, it'll be <laughs> it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it it is it is kind of like moon dust blown away in, into the windless <laughs> vacuum of space. Somehow blown away. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it it makes the criteria. It, it, moon Knight is in the comic. Um, I don't think we'll be spending too much time on the characterization of Moon Knight and his impact in the story. But it's <laughs> it's a funny excuse anyway to go through this. Uh, this is a a big event by Brian Michael Bendis. It's the Revengers. Uh, it's kind of like Avenger versus Avenger, so to speak. Uh, Simon Williams, are you are you familiar with with Wonder Man? Do you like his stuff? I am a big fan of Wonder Man. I was uh, a, a massive fan of his uh, his nineties comic, and I think that I I wasn't super aware of him as as a as a character before that. I feel like I'd always seen him around. But um, I I wanted to be like Wonder Man. That's just like Wonder Woman. That's like yeah. DC and Marvel ripping each other up. Yeah. What's going on? But uh, so I wanted to not like him. I don't know. He was like a big jock. But I I think I picked up the issue because there was a guest star that I liked uh, on it. I forget. It was it was in the single digits of the early issues, mm-hmm. and I just remember really connecting with the character. This is the guy who was. He's like a. He's trying to make it as an actor yeah. at, or a stuntman or less than a stuntman, more an actor. And you know, he's dealing with real life problems. I guess real life celebrity trying to break through problems. So I always liked that. And uh, I thought it was the, the, his. I think it was only about twenty eight or maybe thirty issues, mm-hmm. but good art, fun stories. He. Uh, so I'm a Wonder Man fan. Yeah, uh, but. It, it fallen out for for the last few years, so I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't think he's been given, you know, his just desserts in the fact of being exposed too much. Um, 
the last I saw of uh I mean he's been on, in Uncanny Avengers as well. He's kind of he's got that rapport with Beast. Um we'll kind of touch upon that in this annual. Uh he's apparently from what I gathered in the No Road Home or No Surrender arc in the Avengers, he's turned into a pacifist, uh which is really weird. Yeah. Uh uh, but I really loved that '90s uh, series, actually, as well. It, it was very, it was very different um, compared to a lot of other titles at the time. And he's just kind of fun. Um, in this annual, we'll see he's he's taken a bit of a darker turn. Bendis has done his, I don't know, he's done his Bendisy thing on it. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm keen to get your thoughts on on this annual. But we'll get to that, Loonies. Um, before that. I just wanted to a couple of really short bits of, of white noise of our news. Uh, I did a little scan again, a lot of garbage, Matt. Uh, nothing much to really write home about, uh, mainly from Screen Rant. I think one of the loonies put this up as well on Discord. Uh, there was this another comparison between Moon Knight and, you know, the other guy in DC who's stronger. <laughs> I can't say I even went through it. I Actually, I tried to, but... There was just a lot of waffle in it, so I just decided to let that go. And um, and again, from Screen Rant, they're not doing themselves any favours. Uh, there was, <laughs> yeah, there was an article on um, the the runs, the top ten runs of Moon Knight that could make its way into the TV show. Now, Matt, um, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to get your take first. Um, I'm assuming you'll be watching. <laughs> the Moon Knight TV show. Um, of course. How would how would you like to see it? Like, what would you expect, or what would you like to see in the show when you when you mm. see the first episode? Well, I think that it, it, it's in terms of like I'm not totally sure what to expect because when you know certain I don't want to say limitations, but when you know that it's going to be on. Disney Plus platform, you figure that it probably won't have the same levels of grittiness as, say, The Punisher or The Daredevil, even Netflix shows. But I think I feel like they could push some things because there's there's some things of Mandalorian where you're like, oh, okay, it happened off screen, but I think that guy just got beheaded. And uh, <laughs> by the by the by the main character that everyone's behind, yeah. but um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what I would like to see is, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a get my cake and eat it situation too. But I feel like there, it should be dark, but not super dark. Mm. But at the same time, I don't want it to be super dark, not because of the platform that it's on whether it's disney plus or whatever but um i feel like they they could get through the origin and get people who are unfamiliar with moon knight established pretty early and then have a kind of fun uh show and i don't know i i assume it's going to be one of those like season-long arcs but i feel like they could have miniature things within that mm-hmm. couple ep- couple episode mm-hmm. chunks that that's one storyline but yeah i don't know i mean it, i long answer not a lot of <laughs> no, that's all right that's all right i mean it's it's really hard to tell i i love to to speculate about it uh as well um this article on screen mm-hmm. rant 
they literally go through i think they they cover all the bases like there's a top 10 but they they pretty much go through all the volumes so uh, again a little bit of ridiculous um you know article writing from screen rant i mean you might as well just say everything but uh yeah one thing uh, probably i'm not sure if you're aware of uh, matt as well i think they're thinking of doing about six to eight episodes so it's going to be pretty short um similar to the mandalorian uh i th- i heard somewhere they might go six where the mandalorian's eight so we're even talking even more truncated uh i'd love to see an origin but yeah as you say i wouldn't want it might have to cover a couple of episodes i wouldn't want to see it um go on too long because we've only got a short amount of time in it so i guess We'll have to see how WandaVision is as well and see how they pace that, and that will probably be, I reckon, how they'll do Moon Knight. What, one of the other things I wanted to just raise as well before I forget, a, a shout-out to Looney, uh, Raymond Strong as well. He um, he posted it up. Uh, there is a little bit of a tidbit. Again, I'm not sure what is rumour and what is real, but apparently the costume's going to be silver rather than just pure white. So um, interesting, to, interesting to see. I guess we won't get a Mr. Knight unless he's all in silver, like the guy in the suit. <laughs> that's that's going to be a bit weird. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, it could be, it could be, a, it could be a, the Warren Ellis six issue arc. It could be each of the episodes could be one of the issues. I mean, so um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to kind of wait and see. But anyway, that article was, yeah, just not worth. Go- I'm not. I'm not even going to put these on the show notes because I thought. Right. Thought it- it's which one of those articles that just doesn't tell you anything. Just yeah. Reminds you. Okay, these are runs. These are just trying to get clicks. It, like it, it could be anything. You have no information. So. Exactly. And and if anything, it was a nice springboard for me to actually ask you because I'm keen to, to hear your thoughts on it. Um. Yeah. It was, it was just an excuse to really ask ask you um what you thought uh, of the show coming up. But yeah, there you go. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, six episodes though. That's not a lot of time. So I no. guess they gotta, if they're gonna do, I don't know. Like you raise a good point. Is it gonna be if they do the origin, which they I feel like they have to do yeah. a little bit of, unless the whole beginning is just acting as like a sort of like a last season on Moon Knight and just tells you everything <laughs> yeah. about him, even though there was no last season, yeah. uh, or they just kind of get right into it and maybe they do like flashbacks to yeah bring you up to speed but or the whole or maybe the whole season what if the whole season's just the origin that would be a little disappointing That's the thing, yeah. yeah like yeah. You, know, you wait the whole like kind of like daredevil with the last episode you finally see the suit i'd be yeah. a little disappointed in that but um you know it's i'd still be happy to have yeah. the show uh Right. So yeah. Um, also, as well, you you talked about the Mandalorian. I just wanted to quickly say, uh, I finally just literally before we started recording, I finally caught up on the on the four episodes. I'm loving it. I don't know about you. Are you, you watching it? I am. I, I'm also caught up. I had. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll wait a couple of weeks so I can watch two back to back. Yep. And um, but this uh, the first four at the time of this recording have been. Pretty solid, yeah, you know. I'd say little uh, they're not too, adventures. Yeah, they're not too yeah. long as well. I mean, I can see why you do back to back because I did two episodes just before we recorded, and that was only about seventy minutes or you know seventy five minutes. It's not; they're about thirty five to forty minute long episodes. They're not that long, so um, true. I love it. I think it harks back to the old classic action shows because it's just it's dead simple. 
You know, there's no mm-hmm. bells and whistles. Each story, each episode is kind of self-contained with a little bit of an arc. Right. Um, yeah. I, I love it. It's kind of like he meets different people every week, and um, yeah. So uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that. And you're talking about the 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 violence on that. I mean, the one I saw. This is not going to be any spoilers, but um, there's a in, in the the fourth episode. There's a they go up against not not only the stormtroopers but the guys on what do you call them the guys on the 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 hover cycles or whatever they are um yeah yeah and uh one of them gets blown away with a like a full on battle cannon so, so it, <laughs> yeah. it's you know it, it can be pretty extreme and and you just see his well it's his helmet but i like to think it's his head as well uh, just rolling off the off the top of the, yes, the turret exactly yeah yes. But I was thinking of. And and like the jetpack thing too. Yes. You know, like the guy getting set up in the jetpack. Oh pack. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he yeah, and like, he goes. Okay, that guy's not alive anymore. No. Right? <laughs> right? <You know? laughs> That's right. Uh, so yeah, no, very fun. I think they can easily do um, that sort of stuff for Moon Knight, and it'd still be kind of if you want that darkish kind of tinge, you still kind of get it. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, they're gonna. I feel like I trust them to do a good job. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of speculation as we get to it, but yeah, it'll be a while we'll as well. I mean, apparently. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they'll start production and stuff next year, so we'll we'll start to get fed little breadcrumbs as we go. Um, yeah. But speaking of dark, Matt, I think it. I think we should get into this non moonite slash moonite issue of of a, yeah. Avengers. It's more of a Doctor Strange issue. No. <laughs> well he he kind of Oh actually okay I'm I'm gonna ask you some questions. He comes in late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you some questions when we get into it because yeah, there's a few questions here. Anyway, Loonies, we're gonna get into our um hang on, why don't we just take a quick break then? Let's get ourselves ready. I'm gonna have a slope of some water. When we get back we're gonna get into our other side of the moon. So Uh, So catch you then. Tell me his name again. Thanos. I think I shall call him... Adam. But return to me again empty-handed, and I will bathe the stallways in your blood. Thanks, Dad. Sounds fair. Korvac's power grows, as does his madness. He would have destroyed us all, had I not pulled us into the Soul Gem. Then Thanos, I'm coming for you. After Xandar, you were going to kill my father? You dare to oppose me? You see what he has turned me into? You kill him, I will help you destroy a thousand planets. All right, Adam, we're here to help. Just stay cool. I don't want to be here! Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast. Five years and going strong. Every other week, mostly. For all of your Adam Warlock, Thanos, or Marvel Cosmic needs. Find it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. Resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 174. I am joined by Matt Clippers-Kona, 
Matt, I do call you Clippers. I don't know if you remember that reference. It is from your Isla Ra. Talking about coupon Clippers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Digest. Coupon Clippers Digest. That's it. My old... Uh, uh, my first television show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, and, you know, I think it's pretty apt as well because, you know, Clippers is in haircut and stuff. And, you know, let's just say you, you, I, aren't, I, I, you aren't lacking. I need. <laughs> yeah, you aren't lacking hair. Let's just say that. So <laughs> I have Clippers and I have they, they have dust on them. <laughs> um, well, yes. Welcome back, Looney listeners. We are both here, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show. We're going to do uh, an other side of the moon, as mentioned, waxing gibbous in the sky. Have a look. Uh, and yeah, that's why we're doing this. And we are doing Avengers Annual Volume 4, Issue 1. Now, this was released in January 2012. Now, for the listeners that haven't listened to us before or are unaware, what Matt and I will do is that we'll just read you some really riveting details and credits of the comic, followed by a bare bones or a uh, synopsis uh, we like to call it a bare bones giving you a summary of the comic just in case you haven't read it uh, and you actually then know what we're going to talk about uh, and then matt and i will just then expound on any points that we see fit to, uh with this comic it can do with uh with writing art themes characterizations or any references to any other runs or issues and we'll cap it off with a moon rating now matt as well i always ask we have two rating systems. We've got the vanilla rating system out of Phases of the Moon, or we have Conishu's patented rating system. Which <laughs> one do you? Uh, which would take your fancy? Well, I like I like the Conishu's is a little bit uh, more colorful <laughs> yeah, and with with less decimal points too. Which is <laughs> oh uh, yeah, you're right. Um, alrighty, well you you go Connor. I'll use Conishu's. Okay, Connor Okay, Matt's got Conishu's. I'll go the old vanilla. Um, stock standard. Anyway, uh, so as I mentioned, released January 2012, we have writer Brian Michael Bendis, no stranger to us, loonies, penciler Gabriel Del Otto, uh, Inca Gabriel Del Otto as well, colorist Ive Sforcina, letterer Corey Pettit, and editor Tom Bravort. Now, this is available as well uh, on on floppy format, so you can go buy yourself it um, in a, from a bargain bin or from a collector or, or such. It's also digitally available both as a single issue and in a collection. So the collection is Avengers by Brian Michael Bendis, the complete collection, volume one. Uh, it's also on Marvel Unlimited. That's how I read it. Uh, and it's also in trade um, as the aforementioned complete collection, volume one by Brian, Brian Michael Bendis. So, um, yep, so... If Matt would be so kind as to nudge, nudge, wink, wink, <laughs> uh, kick us off with the bare bones. All right. Well, previously on, no, there was no previously on. It's the first <laughs> annual of this, but break it down for you. Mere seconds into Simon Williams and his Revengers. A mere seconds after Simon Williams and his Avengers devastate the new Avengers, Commander Steve Rogers receives a video feed of the attack. When he recognizes Williams, Wonder Man, he quietly puts out an all-Avengers alert. Arriving in a Quinjet, the gathered Avengers are shocked at the sight of their teammates brought low. As the injured heroes struggle to dig themselves out, they tell Rogers, Thor, and Iron Man... Simon Williams attacked them with every intention of beating them into the grounds. 
Iron Man and Thor admit he's made threats before, but they have never believed he would go through with it. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones find Danielle unharmed in her nanny's arms, though Squirrel Girl needs assurance that she did the right thing by staying out of the fight. Then Jessica looks up to see Atlas wrecking Avengers Tower. The Avengers, secret Avengers, and those new Avengers who are able to fight rush to the scene, but they find the damage minimal and the building empty. Atlas's attack was merely a decoy to give Williams time to call a press conference. When the Avengers arrive, they find him holding forth on his steps to the public library in New York, telling a large crowd that the Avengers have been operating in secret for too long and must be held to account. He threatens to make all their crimes public unless they disband. The Avengers order him to stand down, but he's defiant. I don't acknowledge your authority over me. You'll kill me to cover up the truth. You'll let these people burn to protect our sheets. As we continue on, Iron Man tries to talk Williams down, but when that fails, he releases a sphere from a hidden compartment in his armor, trapping Williams's ionic form within. The rest of the Avengers are given the option to surrender. Atlas refuses, gambling that the Avengers won't dare to attack with so many civilians around. They are right. The Avengers teleport them to an empty city field instead, where the combined forces of all three teams make short work of their opponents. In custody, the Avengers share their grievances. Their reasons vary from vengeance, Goliath, Ethan Edwards, to wounded pride, Captain Ultra, Devil Slayer, Atlas, to a simple conviction that Williams is in the right and the Avengers are in the wrong. That's from Anti-Venom. Beast, who has uh, seemed to most hurt seem to be most hurt and mystified by Williams' behaviour, goes to interview him uh, while Rogers, Iron Man and Thor watch by video feed. Williams insists that he is acting of his own free will and remains steadfast in his claim that the Avengers must disband before more people are hurt. He also adds something new, his realisation that Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, created him, that he probably isn't even real. Appealing to their friendship, Williams tries to extract a promise from Beast to shut the Avengers down when he realises that Williams is in the right, but the distressed Beast walks away. Various news programs and talking heads are buzzing about the Avengers' lack of transparency and stonewalling tactics. Some openly speculate that the time for a self-appointed hero team is over and done. In his bubble, Simon Williams smiles and vanishes into a white light. So there you go, loonies. That was the bare bones, courtesy of Wiki for Avengers Annual Volume 4, Issue 1. Now, Matt, overall, I guess overall impressions. Um, I always forget to, to state this in the format of it. Um, what was your overall impressions of, of this issue? Um, I thought that... So I, hadn't, I had not read this run that, that's collected in the Avengers collection, this Bendis run. Um, so I I kind of just picked up the issue like as if I had just picked it up off the newsstand at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, obviously it's a... Uh, you're kind of in the middle of things. I don't know... See, I, I like. Well, there, let me just back up before I go off on my own ramblings. Uh, I I love annuals mm-hmm. because that was a big thing in the '90s. They were they cost a little bit more, but they they had a lot in them. Although I never always got the annuals from every book that would kind of connect, and I feel like this is some connective tissue with the other 
Avengers Annual. So I, I liked it enough that it piqued my interest that I wanted to see what happened before and possibly afterwards. So I found something before a new Avengers Annual. But I don't know. I like the story. I kind of wish that we saw more from the other characters that were kind of part of the devastation in the beginning. They were almost credited like you were going to. So like the beginning of the issue, almost like a table of contents, they show all the different Avengers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're like, oh, wow, this is going to be a star-studded issue. <laughs> and it is in, in some ways, but it it's not as much as... Uh, as it's built to be in the beginning but uh, yeah, yeah i think so um basically that pretty much sums up kind of my thoughts as well of it uh it, it's got this thing with like i enjoyed it to see all the characters in there like from bendis um i don't i don't know how groundbreaking this this is though matt this idea about them i mean didn't they just go through um this is 2012. Didn't they just... They went through, like, yeah. Civil War already. Um, this mm-hmm. is more, like, in-house fighting. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't know. And um, one of the big things I find kind of a, a common thread with Bendis is this whole thing about, uh, I don't know, getting the media involved a lot. I mean... I, right. I see it with the Superman like Bendis and, and Superman as well. Um, he seems to, the way to kind of create this tension is to make these superheroes accountable within the, I guess, um, within the legal realm, but also in the, in the, in the media as well. He uses those a lot, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Do you think that that's sort of like after civil war, it's kind of a, toothpaste out of the tube situation i mean not that the media wasn't being used in comic books like before that but you feel like if it's something big like that they have to have they have to show the hero activity represented in the media coverage yeah i guess so i mean like bendis had a big handle of of um of i mean there's a lot of it there's like you basically he shows you Two whole channels, exclusive reporting stories. Yes. At one point, it's like a big splash page of it. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to share this uh, this screen. I'm not sure if it's working uh, for you, Matt. Uh, no, I could I could see. Could it. you see it? Can yeah. you see it there now? Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Um, so just for the the viewers there um, as well from my patronies. Yeah. Um, I guess so. I mean, I guess that that is what has set the course of these and they're they're kind of vulnerable to that all the time um i don't know i just i just found i like i like wonder man in this you you know i mean i like sorry i like wonder man the character in this um but the way he's portrayed in here i don't know they seem to be all uh shoehorned in into this thing again um it maybe because in hindsight, it, it's different because we've seen a lot of this. You know, maybe when it was released, it's still kind of not groundbreaking, but still kind of uh, entertaining stuff. Um, but I mean, Bendis does his characterizations of some of the characters. I think are really cool. Like, uh, and and Gabriel Del Otto's uh, depiction of the Thing at the beginning 
I mean, that's really yeah. that's really cool. He draws him really well. He draws uh, Wonder Man really well as well. Um, actually, mm-hmm. you can't fault the art. I mean, there's that there's that panel there with the thing's face. You know, you can just imagine him kind of talking. Um, but I don't know. There, there's some details here that I'm missing that hopefully you can fill here, Matt. So we're talking Wonder Man with his revenges. They did all this. They beat Spider Man, Captain Marvel. Uh, Doctor Strange, Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Did they? Did they do that? Like, how did? How did that? They threw Luke Cage over into the Bronx or whatever. <laughs> you know. Yet, yet later on, they get pretty easily defeated by, you know, by the Avengers. Is there a consist? Is there an inconsistency there? I think so. I, I mean, uh, presumably, this for the readers of this current issue. They uh, they didn't see how everyone got thrashed about so badly, but yeah, that 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 does. Uh, you did point out a bit of a loophole that comes later if they yeah maybe ele- they get dispatched pretty easily yeah. yeah maybe it's the element of surprise I guess didn't they what some they blew up the mansion or something I don't know again right yeah they were just hanging out in the mansion yeah. and then you know. Boom. But again, this this reminds me of uh, is it Avengers Disassembled or something? Again, that was a Bendis run, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They blow up the mansion as well. Is that when where Hawkeye died? That was a, a storyline somewhere. Yeah, I know that the mansion has has been uh, <laughs> devastated many, uh, maybe at least once a decade since the, yeah. the seventies, at least. But uh, yeah. I'm not familiar with the exact uh, storyline that you're talking about, okay. a recent one where, where Hawkeye dies. But uh, hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. Um, if anything, I'm glad we we got Moon Knight unscathed here in, in this one panel. Uh, there, there's our boy Moon Knight. Oops. Um, and <laughs> he looks good. He makes his he makes use of his time. He does. Uh, his only lines are, "We just need to." Shut it down. Talking about the Avengers, um, who the hell does the guy think he is? That's that's your Moon <laughs> yeah. Knight there. He looks pretty cool, I must say. Um, and yeah, he looks like he's in better shape than Wolverine, who is kind of <laughs> scuffed up and panting and stuff. Yeah. But again, I think there's again a real lack in continuity. This has just occurred to me, Matt, as well. I've just realised 2012. We're talking about. The same year, I do believe, that Bendis wrote Moon Knight, the 12-issue run. Um, oh. Moon Knight is in L.A. in that in that whole series. Um, he fights Count Nefaria. He has a fling with Echo. Yet here he is with the Avengers. One of the things I really don't like about Marvel, how they just, you know... Just they're different like realities, you know what I mean? Like, there's no yeah. there's no attempt at, at continuity. Right. It's like it's almost like when people in the in the US military, if if you're in the military for a while and then you complete your terms of service, but you still have to do like a couple weekends a year to go back and train yeah. to make sure you're still in shape. <laughs> this is this is almost like he's living his life, but occasionally he gets pulled back into Avenger, Avengers reserves duties yeah, where he just has to 
And then it just happens the one weekend he's there. One weekend he's there. Just that. The Revengers and Wonder Man just <laughs> do. It's sort of a terror. It's like a terrorist style attack. It is. Possibly, you know. They, well, I, they're at rest and they're bone. Yeah, I mean, there's also that as well. Like the media. Again, I don't, I don't want to be. Uh, we we should talk about some positive notes of this as well. But um, I guess while we're on it as well, Matt, the um, you're talking about the the Revengers acting like terrorists and they kind of do so i don't see how the media then all of a sudden um they kind of attack the avengers and steve rogers you know towards the end there's all that kind of thing going is steve rogers accountable for it or does he just use force to get what he wants um should there be avengers at all but hang on the avengers haven't done anything wrong like simon williams is saying that yeah you've, you've done more bad than good fair enough but look what Simon Williams and the Revengers have done. They've blown up this. They blew up the tower. Um, you know, there's a lot of. If I was a civilian, I'd be pretty scared of them. I wouldn't be like. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be lauding them as heroes. But certainly not. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry, sorry, Matt. I'm sorry if I'm uh, coming off a little, <laughs> a little aggressive <laughs> here on this issue. Um, no. <laughs> it's good. It's good to nitpick. You've know, you got to be sure. It is, it is. Well, uh, I know, let, let's go. What What are some of the things that you, you you did find quite enjoyable in this in this issue? Well, I mean, I, I liked it. It's almost like when you're checking back with old friends. If you hadn't read for something for a while, and you're like, oh, okay, Thor's doing the whole big, uh, big <laughs> wings on the side of the helmet thing. Yeah. But clean shaven. He seems very forthright. You know, you see characters that that change, and then there's still things that are the same. You know, yeah. I wasn't expecting this combination of. I like the that kind of an odd combination of people. I know the Avengers have a pretty massive roster, mm-hmm. but to see uh, Luke Cage and Spider Man, yeah, all together and Wolverine. I'm certain. I'm still not sure what what he's doing rolling with the Avengers, but, um, and then my, you know, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel is there too. Yeah. So I, I like that. And I like that. I like the turn that they took with wonder man. And, uh, I mean, it's unexpected. It's almost like the world of pro wrestling when a good guy turns into a heel. Uh-huh. Like, where, where, where does this come from? Why is he, he is, fully uh optimized into this way of thinking and yeah yeah he, and he made a big first impression so mm-hmm. uh, I, I like that uh, there's plenty of things that i like about this but i i like, also like a good nitpick so i'm not afraid to <laughs> to jump on board and be like yeah why is that yeah no fair enough i mean i, I do like um hawkeye's costume i mean you see the back of his head over there he's got the more of the classic costume um which you don't see enough of i think or it's a it's like a modernized version of his costume um yeah i really like that uh, yeah as you said i like thor in this um he's pretty he's looking pretty cool in it um yeah luke cage and and uh, jessica jones with danielle i think that was pretty cool i didn't realize it was squirrel girl there's the nanny until we read the synopsis um yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize it was Squirrel Girl until I read the uh, new part of the New Avengers Annual that took place before this. Ah, uh, okay. 
What? She, she, I'd, I'd love to see her in that. Question. I like I like Squirrel Girl, but she yeah I I associate her with a a more smaller statured person. Ah oh, right yeah looks. yeah yeah for sure. Um oh yeah and I can see a tail now. Yeah she has a tail obviously there it is. Oh uh, yeah. I didn't notice that before. Yeah. Um, I I was a little um it was it was a bit sweet and sour for me seeing D Man because love seeing him in Captain America, but he's kind of. I didn't really understand where he came from. He 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 had he must have been going going cosmic or something. He was talking about the Grand Master or, or getting the Infinity Gems. Um, so I don't know. Yes. I don't know what happened between then and the Mark Grunewald run, but um, uh, yeah, he he developed a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell if that was uh, him. Like he's lost his mind, or if he's being sarcastic mm. or something. But uh, but yeah, D Man. For those of you who don't know, because we've we've talked about D Man a lot on the Quantum Zone. Yes. Yeah. He he's a stunt man that that got some some juice, right? That sort of like steroids, mm-hmm. and, and then kind of got off it and tried to just become a, a superhero by effectively dressing up like Wolverine, yeah. like a Wolverine era costume. Which he doesn't keep up in this no. one, uh, which maybe because Wolverine is already in it. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, they want to stay away from that aspect of it. But but yeah, I like D Man, although they kind of they tell you yeah it stands for demolition. But, yes, which they they weren't always like that. You're just like eh, it's D Man. I don't know. It's got a D. Yeah, and, and he was um, I mean when we saw him in that Grunwald run, he he was kind of really he's trying to find his trade but he was kind of a, a caring guy that that's how i um interpreted him as yeah. uh, he seemed a little bit a little bit bitter here um but i guess you know a little off the reservation yeah mm. and i love the aesthetic the the way that wonder man is drawn uh he just he just shows how powerful he is and he is powerful like he's he's pure ionic energy uh-huh. um he can go toe to toe against thor or the hulk um so he's he's a massive player uh, although easily easily kind of countered by iron man with the the smart tech um so he gets he gets bubbleized or something he gets um put into a little <laughs> a quantum bubble an iron man quantum yeah bubble. a little there there is a great splash page splash page with uh that you just shared on the screen yeah. the page with iron man and wonder man sort of clashing mm, really good i mean they've, they've clashed before as well like in the classic west coast avengers there was a rivalry between them there's wonder man was always kind of like what is this east coaster kind of doing you know in in our team that sort of thing um so there is a kind of a classic rivalry between them um i liked uh, i think i mentioned before bendis touches upon his uh, mateship with beast um, so we see kind of towards the end, if I, there's a little chat that they have um, where Beast is trying to understand because he's a, he's a mate, like they're, they're good mates. Um, but Simon Williams's beliefs, I think, are, um, let's see, sorry, there, are, um, are kind of turning him against um, Beast. And he's trying to convince Beast as well to, to kind of come onto his side. Uh, we see a more kind of feline Beast as well. Um, right, it's definitely a more. This is a, a vision of beast that I'm not 
used to. It took a little getting used to. Yeah. He's a little bit more cowardly lion. Yes. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not the, uh, I, I do prefer his more classic uh, look where he has the, the Wolverine hair and just, you know, the blue. Yeah. Um, but what do you make so. of uh, this? This was a big part in the story. It was Simon Williams talking about Wanda Maximoff and how he's, in essence, he's not really alive. He's been resurrected, but is is he the real Simon Williams? You know, but he's also just made out of energy. Um, I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, it it, it kind of uh, he he almost is exploiting what is sort of like a loophole or something that readers have sort of just. Uh, kind of gathered, kind of glanced over, like, oh, yeah, Wonder Man was dead. Yeah. And then he was brought back to life. And now everything's fine. He's on the Avengers. Yeah. He's on Dishradine. It's great. But, you you know, if you think, if you stop and think about that, if you died and were brought back to life and you had a memory of your death, like, that would maybe mess you up a little bit inside the old noggin. Yeah. No, I mean, and he's had enough uh, dramas with that as well of uh... – what is it with his relationship with Wanda and and Vision as well? There was a whole kind of kind of oh, really yeah. got convoluted with his brainwaves or something. Um, essentially, being I mean, identity theft. Yes, is just uh, the, the putting a toe in the water for this. this yeah, this guy he stole your bean. He stole your girl. <laughs> yeah, he stole your death. So I mean, so in that sense, I can see why he's kind of pissed. Why he would be pissed off. Um, but he, his main motivation here is because the Avengers uh, basically he keeps on saying that they do more bad than good, and they should be made accountable. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know from from any of the extra readings that you've done, Matt, what he's referring to? Is he referring? Well, he refers to Wanda and to Janet as well, Van Dyne. Yeah, I'm not sure about the. What, what he's referring to specifically, yeah. but I'm just thinking that it's it's sort of like how how it gets brought up in Civil War and, and some of the movies. Like you you see ma- massive battles take place, but you don't really take into a, account the devastation that it results in. Yeah. Whether it be uh, casualties or just destruction of property and people's well-being and stuff so it could be that it could be just be like a general sense of the avengers are unregulated like they could go rogue they could just do anything so yeah but he's sort of doing a bad example of uh talking down about that while he's in effect doing a very extreme variation of just that yeah yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. Like he 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 came. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that goes on um, with because he, I think he's the one that came up with that little bubble, right? I mean, that was that was Stark Tech, but they mm-hmm. did refer to beasts coming up with that. Um, and and these reporters are saying, you know, this Avenger piped up and then he's disappeared. You know, this is this is kind of um, like not fair. You know what I mean? Uh, who are these Avengers? Um, yeah, so the, I guess the whole build-up for them being the threat um, is just, yeah. Uh, I don't know. What did you make of the other the other villains? I, I didn't really know much more other than Anti-Venom or Anti-Toxin or whatever he was and, uh, and D-Man, but... 
The others, mm. the others, I didn't under, I didn't know who they were. Oh, Atlas, I did. Sorry, Eric Justin, but yeah, uh, same with me. I didn't know any of the other ones. Uh, I knew Anti Venom just because Anti-Venom, yeah. I know he's one of one of one of the many uh, <laughs> symbiotes yeah. that have been around. I was a little bit confused when it said, "Is it Eddie Brock's son that's Anti Venom?" It just said Edward Brock. Oh no, who I've never seen. I've seen. I've never seen Eddie Brock referred to as such. Yeah, but. no, I think that um, I had a. I actually received a little comment from um, Orion, who hosts the Venom. We are Venomaniacs podcast, and he confirmed that 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 is Eddie Brock. It's it's one of the few appearances of Eddie Brock as anti Venom. So. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So I guess Bendis has just given him his full name. Um, there, yeah, uh, Goliath as well. I I know of Bill Foster. I'm, I'm not too versed in in Tom, the son. Yeah. Um, but then there's a Century. I have no idea who that person was. Uh, Captain Ultra, Virtue, Devil Slayer. If Phil, the Dropkin Phil, is no. listening to this, he would probably know who these people are. <laughs> I can say, or Will. Will probably would know as well. Will would know their first appearances, yeah, yeah. and, their, and... <laughs> but um, but I, I also didn't know who Maria Hill was, and I, oh. sure, I know she's more of a like hero side, but I feel like she's oh at least a, like in the new last ten years character. Oh no, or... she yeah yeah she's um oh she's not I don't think she's old old, but uh, she was in the Avengers movie. She's played by Kobe Smulders. Um, okay. She becomes a director of Shield at at some point as well. She's usually the second in command to Nick Fury, um, but yeah. Okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I think she's. So maybe I maybe I know where I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, I, I was just surprised to see her in the listed in the credits yes. in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, she well, she like Moon Knight gets. I mean, Moon Knight is too. I know. But, yeah, it gets know. a one panel. So, um, yeah. Uh, so I mean, there was there was good. Good action here, I guess. It was it was fun that uh, we saw Thor and, and everyone else. It's good to say Spider-Woman. She's in there as well, Spider-Man. But the cast, there's a huge cast of them. So when they fight at that city field, um, it's all kind of a bit of a blur. You get a panel maybe dedicated to to them fighting. I like, actually, that there's a bit of continuity. So over here, if you look at Miss um, Marvel, she's about to unleash her beam, and then in the middle panel, she unleashes it on one of the people. Uh, you see, Doctor Strange is up and about. He's got the the crimson bands on. Um, that looks like it's, I don't know, one of the other guys. <laughs> I've, I've forgotten the name already. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of action here. Not much. Um, yeah, he gets it. He gets it right to the face in that one. It's pretty yeah. graphic. Yeah, yeah. D Man just gets tied up. <laughs> oh, that is D Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got up early. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, the action's a bit here and here and there. The, the, basically. The main action, the main conflict happened with words, with with Wonder Man and Captain America, um, kind of that whole tension bit where he says, stand down, and, and Wonder Man's going, you know, you don't have authority over me. That's uh, that's a main kind of conflict. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, any any other final points for this or any other little marks for Moon Knight? In the, I didn't even see him fight Moon Knight. No, I don't think so either. I think that he was, uh, you know what? So the fight takes place at City Fields, which is where the New York Mets baseball team plays. And as we know, Moon Knight is a uh, member of the Avengers West Coast alumni. And 
in a famous Avengers West Coast annual. It starts with the Avengers versus West Coast Avengers baseball game. And Moon Knight wasn't playing in that. I forget which annual it was. It might have been the first one. (laughs) So perhaps Moon Knight, unbeknownst to them, didn't realize there was a big fight going to break out. He goes into the indoor or batting cages inside City Fields, <laughs> and he's just practicing his swing, get, unbeknownst to him. He doesn't realize yeah. there's all this crap going exactly. on outside. Well, so, well, acoustic, acoustic, I think that's why. acoustically sealed, so he doesn't hear any of the, the stuff. Yeah. The rumbles, it could be the trains nearby. He's, well, he's got the earbuds in. The earbuds you know, in. He's listening to Jock, Jock Jams Volume 19. <laughs> Getting pumped up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so no sign of Moon Knight there, uh, a little bit of fighting. I don't know, this is a bit of a mixed bag for me, this issue, uh, this annual match. Yeah. Um, how about... I, I will, listen, I'm going to agree with you on that. And I I, I like uh, I liked some of the things. I thought yeah. that, yeah, like, I felt a little shortchanged with some of the characters. Demon and uh, whatever, Demon Knight or something, <laughs> Demon Hunter. Oh, yeah. they, they don't strike fear into my heart. I like what they were doing with Wonder Man. Yep. But it's also, it didn't feel like an annual to me. I don't know. It just felt like an issue. It didn't have the obvious, like, tell us if it's connected to the new Avengers one. If we wanted to read more, give me some editor's notes. Give me some little mini stories. Maybe some galleries at the end. This is what I look for in an an annual. This just seemed like, it didn't even seem like that long an issue. It was just like, yeah. Sort of a regular issue. I mean, I guess. What do we have? Pages. Uh, it's like. Isn't it's it? It's like thirty. It's usually meant to be forty-two or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. this is thirty pages. This oh yeah, so that's not, not that's not an annual at all. Like yeah, I feel like some annuals are like sixty-four pages. Oh yes, too. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel the same as well. Yeah, the whole thing that this is an annual, it doesn't feel like an annual exactly as you say. Um, it's. I reckon there'd be a lot more. Um, satisfaction reading what what is before and after this and, and piecing it all together Look, typical to a lot of bender stuff where everything is really reliant on you know the prior issues and the future issues to get your, your big picture um I, I know he's not the only one that does it because writers do long arcs and stuff but you still get in an annual you still get kind of like a rounded story that you can kind of uh enjoy as is for me again it felt like we were kind of thrust into this uh, in the middle. Um, although, actually, having said that, I'm kind of going back a bit. I mean, it does take a while to... You get recapped as to what happens. I mean, I guess the, the, the closure to this annual is that Simon Williams gets caught and and they defeat them. That's fair enough. But I don't know. It just didn't seem like an annual to me. Um, no. And it did, the closure didn't feel super close to me because... Mm. I, I was looking and I'm like, all right, so what, what, what happens? Like, yeah. he's not just going to get contained in here, is he? But he disappears, but no. though. He turns into white light, and that's and then it says literally end at the end of, or, or has the uh, uh, Avengers um, sign at the end. Um, so if I can slowly trawl through these pages here, Matt. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you see, he just fades to white and. And it's an A. That's the end of the story. Um, Empty bubble. He's gone. Okay, he's gone. so it's open ended, I guess. It's open ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Would let, let's um, 
let's give a, a rating here, Matt, if you um, if you so please. I'll let you go first. Uh, so, of course. <laughs> so a mixed bag. Uh, no Moon Knight, very little Moon Knight, but it still has a lot of strong qualities. The art was great. Um, Simon Williams, Wonder Man, uh, action, uh, and and some good dialogue. Uh, but what would you give this Avengers Annual Volume Four Issue One? Well, I'm I'm not gonna give it the uh, the colorful language of the uh, what is it the uh, big fuck off. Movie. I'm not gonna give it a big fuck off. Movie. Well, that, that's um, reserved for the very best. The very best. Yeah. I was going to say it's a solid... I, I'd give it a solid round boy. I'm not going to say it's as solid as I thought, but okay. again, I feel a little shortchanged with the with, with the annual content in terms of pages, other stories there. It, but, but I had fun reading it. I, I picked it up, and I kind of... I didn't connect with all of my old friends i thought steve rogers was a little uncap-like a little bit too uh much of a politician i think but uh yeah. a solid round boy it wasn't, it wasn't a quite a getting small moon but it was, it was a little solid round boy for me in, in the connor shoe rating system of course Alrighty, so matt gives that a, a solid round boy it's a seven out of ten um Look, I'm going to be maybe a little harsher. I look, I I don't, I can't fault the the writing of it. They're very intelligently written. Like the characters, you know, they don't just talk about, you know, waffle. It's quite articulate what they they say. And and there's it, Bendis juggles a lot of characters. Some fade into the distance a little bit or into the shadows. I.e., Moon Knight, and you can argue Spider Man as well. And Wolverine, where the hell was he? Like they they just disappear. So there's a cast of thousands, but. We essentially get the, the the original Avengers, so it focuses in on Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. Um, we get a, a pissed off Wonder Man, but I, I'm going to give this. I'm just going to give this half a moon. I think uh, a five out of ten. I, I was going to give it more five and a half, but more closer to five than six. So um, it, it was enjoyable. It was fun. Um, I'd like to read the the greater arc of it. Uh, judging this as an issue and as an annual. I feel we were a little shortchanged. Um, so, yeah, but I, I can't fault the art. I love the look of Wonder Man in this. And again, yeah, the classic classic costume of Hawkeye. Um, I felt if they used maybe, um, and this is just me telling them how to do their job, if they used, a, if Bendis used a more flamboyant villains, or maybe more recognisable villains, that would be a lot more fun. But I found the stuff like Devil Slayer and um, it's the <laughs> yeah. other guy, Century or something. I don't know who you are. Yeah. Like, so I've got no vested interest in you, other than maybe Atlas and and D Man. Um, yeah, I feel like what I think I maybe had read something about Centurion. I forget if he is in. If he was like the super powerful guy that they go to find uh, help from in Civil War, that's kind of blockaded in. His mansion. I forget. Oh, it could be a different. Yeah, guy. I'll, I can't remember. There's a there's a whole heap. Of... It seems familiar. It seemed familiar to me. Yeah. but but I I agree. Kind of B grade. You'd think that Wonder Man could gather some yeah. more uh, some heavy hitters. Yeah, like there'd be. I mean, there's so many characters within the Avengers realm. You can get a lot of other pissed off 
you know, Avengers, you know. Get, yeah, what about Sandman? He's a get former Sandman. Avenger, current you know, get, bad guy. Get Quicksilver. He's always a bit. He's always up for going up against, uh, you know. So <laughs> I think he has a rock in his shoe. He's, he's kind of <laughs> yeah, salty sometimes. So oh, very salty. So you know, I'll get Namor. Speaking of salty, you get Namor. Get the Submariner. He'd love a fight. Yeah. So you, you know, you could just have all these kind of salt watery. You, know? <laughs> you could have all these characters, um, but we're stuck with these other kind of. I don't know, kind of no names. Uh, so yeah, I mean they're 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 sort of henchmen for the the big bad Wonder Man, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. well, I mean they concede pretty quickly. I mean it's not like they they die for the yeah. cause. Like once Wonder Man's contained, you see Tom Foster going, okay, okay, yeah, I'll give up. <laughs> it's like yeah, geez, yeah, that was quick. Um, right. Yeah. But anyway, there you go. Looney listeners. Now, wait, let me just point this out, yes. Ray. Now, you have two different rating systems. Now, yes. there are, I, I'm sure you've gone through them, the vanilla and the Connor shoe. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> in the vanilla rating system, uh, five is a half moon. Mm-hmm. In the Connor yes. shoe rating system, five is a half the, the moon. moon. I know, I know. Connor shoe. That's pretty cool. Close. He's, you gotta... he's playing silly buggers, Connor Shoe. I don't know what he's doing there. He he, he kind of got us on that. I think it was the last episode. Uh, Rebecca chose the five, and, and we had a hell of a time trying, <laughs> trying to. Oh, well, no, actually, I was disappointed. I wanted Connor. Which rating system know, did Rebecca exactly, use? Exactly. Oh, you got you got to you got to call it like half a moon, yeah. Half a moon. Half a moon. Half the moon. I don't know. It's it's a bit it's a bit off. I'll have to have words with Connor Shoe, <laughs> but um. But either way, it's it's half the rating because it's number exactly, five. and it's it's dead easy to average out as well. So a six out of ten for both of us, so easy. I love it. I love easy maths. So uh, there you go, loonies. Uh, check it out. I always say check it out, whether it's good or bad. Um, be the judge yourself. Uh, if you do like these characters, you might find a lot more in it. As I said, the art is really cool. Unfortunately, very little Moon Knight, but this is what the other side of the moon is all about. So uh, there we go, Matt. You, you are. I think, I think we've only done like one or two of these um, these segments. So uh, this would have to be the most briefest uh, appearances of Moon Knight I think ever. Oh my goodness! This is almost like. We, in the early days of the Quantum Zone, Quasar-specific podcast, we tried to follow Quasar adventures or appearances in other books. Yeah. And, yeah, he's in, like, one panel of New Warriors oh, number one. <laughs> yeah, that's we read that whole issue for some reason. Yeah. And I don't think that we've done it yet. Maybe we have. It's a blur. We've done over 100-something episodes. Yeah. There's a Web of Spider-Man, like, part five in a five-part story. And I collected all five issues yeah. just because I knew Moon Knight was in the last one. Or, no, sorry, Quasar. Quasar was in the last one. And I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be good. <laughs> and uh, Quasar is plowing snow with with this quantum <laughs> snow plow in, in, in New York City for one panel. That's all wow, he, he did. Wow, there you go. I went, to, I went to multiple comic book stores. There's a, so that's sort of like... At least Moon Knight got to say hell. He yeah, got to yeah. look back at Wolverine, you know. But it's always a, always a bit of a fizzer, I guess. Um, I guess, but for the for the people technical uh, or, or the the real aficionados, that is a, an appearance. So Quasar snow plowing, that's that's it. You notch it up to an appearance. That's a an official yeah. appearance. Um, so yeah. Um, 
So, Looney's not much feedback here, other than I just wanted to shout out Orion from Instagram. He did mention he remembered this arc of the Revengers because, as I mentioned, Matt, uh, it had one of the briefest appearances of Anti-Venom as well, Eddie Brock as Anti-Venom. So, um, so thanks for that little tidbit, Orion. Very cool indeed. Uh, well, I mean, that, that pretty much wraps it, Matt. Um, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on to the show. Um, we had, uh, we had a, a few technical dish- issues, but we, um, we managed to, I think it was, I think it was Wonder Man playing silly buggers with our technology, but, um, we, <laughs> we managed to have a, 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 I guess a fair enough review of this really weird issue for Moon Knight fans to say the least. Yeah, it was not, I mean, it's a, if you're a Moon Knight fan and you find out he's in the Avengers annual and you chop and you throw your $17 down (laughs) on the counter or whatever, an annual cost in 2012, you might be a little annoyed at the lack of Moon Knight, but I feel like you still got a decent, decent issue, not annual, <laughs> if you read through all of it. Yeah, I mean, the completionists will... I'd, I'd probably let this one slide in my collection, let's just say that. Happy to just read it digitally. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we have many different loonies out there. Um, Matt, um, once again, a big thank you. Where can people uh, hear your dulcet tones if they would want to hear you talk more comics or otherwise? Well, you can find some of the podcasts that I've done. All right, I'll give you two options, <laughs> three options. <laughs> but if you're not already available, uh, if you're not really familiar with the Quantum Zone, the Quasar podcast, we've mentioned many times, we do that. We read a Quasar book. It's like an audio book with cheeky commentary mm-hmm. and and bad voices. And sometimes we forget who is who <laughs> or when we're talking. But. Um, I, I did a podcast project. I do it once a year in the month of October where my wife, Yael Gavish, and I watch a horror movie a day. Mm. We put out 31 podcasts in October, so we did that. And uh, I also did a podcast that it, it's kind of over, but I, I did have a lot of fun with it where we talked to comedians called Backstage at the Naked Comedy yes. Showcase, yep. which which you can find around. There was That podcast only came out once a month. And uh, the venue that we recorded in, Improv Boston, that had the show, has uh, closed their doors temporarily, like many businesses in this uh, pandemic, unfortunately. But hopefully they'll be back at another place when and if things get back to normal. So, uh, But you can listen to the podcast in the meantime, backstage at the Naked Comedy Showcase. You can find that all just by following me at Matt Kona, M-A-T-T-K-A-K-O-N-A. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell my name. It's, it's only eight thirty in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Well, you've got, but you've got a pretty, uh, yeah. So it's, it's very easy to remember. Looney's uh, just just his name, Matt Kona, M A T T K O N A, on both Instagram and Twitter. Those handles they do work. So, um, yep. but as always, I'll put everything in the show notes, so you just a click away. From uh, from yeah, it's from seeing Matt and Yale uh, review. Some very good and some very bad horror films. Plenty of bad. <laughs> I want to see that one. Oh, God, what was the one? Um, the Babysitter. Actually, I want to see that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's, the, uh, she's the daughter of, of, uh, of Agent Smith, you know. 
Oh, Mr. Yeah. Anderson from The Matrix. Yeah. 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 Aussie. That's great. Um, anyway, uh, next phase, loonies, we have a full moon. Can you believe it? So werewolves are out, all that sort of thing. Uh, we've got the moon and stars, moon night on film, and we'll be joined by Chad, the power of Chad. Chad, 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 Chad. And Alex Robson from Spider-Man, the animated series podcast. We finally get there, Matt. We finally do our audio commentary on Season 3, Episode 3, Vengeance of Venom, with Moon Knight in the cartoon. Um, it's a long time nice. long time coming. Yeah, well, I invited Alex on, um, God, five, six months ago, um, and we started playing the audio com- the, the video, the, the episode, and about 10 minutes in, we figured out that it was the wrong episode. So, uh-huh. so no Moon Knight. Uh, it was it was episode one. So we just persevered. We went through it. It was fun anyway. It was great to talk to Alex. Um, so since then we've yeah. done episode two. We've finally done episode three with Moon Knight. So go check it out, Loonies. <laughs> uh, that's uh, you'll get more Moon Knight than you did in this issue. Believe me. Um, that is yeah, yeah. next week. Uh, that should be fun. Already done and dusted. Uh, a big thanks again to the Petrunis. Check out our page, patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. Uh, there's a lot of incentives there to join, a lot of extra bonus material. You can uh, you can see the unedited version of this episode, things like that, uh, on Patreon. Uh, also, again, a big sponsor to Hello Headphones. If you use the code itkmoonnight, you'll get 10% off their store. And Dreamland Comics, if you use the code MOON, you'll get 20%. Uh, they're off their store of, uh, of back issue comics. Uh, we're also an affiliate member of Entertainment Earth, so any of your toy action figure needs, just click the link and that will help the show. And we are members of the collective, so uh, the other great shows out there like Capes and Lunatic Sidekicks, The Quantum Zone, a Quasar podcast, and like uh, We Are Venomaniacs, a Venom podcast. Uh, there's a whole treasure trove of, uh, of shows there for you. Go check it out. It's all in our notes. And finally, you can email us on itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, Get Vocal. We've got a couple of websites on Libsyn and WordPress, and we're on Podchaser as well. So incidentally, if you'd like to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, please do so, and it helps get us out there to more loonies. Uh, once again, Matt, a huge thank you, sir, for the the early wake up and uh, and and the uh, the fun chat as well. Um, love to have you back on. Uh, love to have you back on for a bit more Moon Knight centric stuff as well. <laughs> thank you. I would I would gladly come back to talk some more Moon Knight. I tried to, you know, <laughs> pontificate about his baseball yeah, playing yeah, career. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know. We'll see. That's awesome. We'll see. Uh, a huge thank you. And as always, loonies, may Conchie watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.